Welcome, dear listener, to another episode of True Hauntings and Scary Stories, the podcast where we alternate between spooky conversation and scary short stories. (laughs) Now, here's your host, Miss Cynthia C. Welcome, spooky friends. It's our favorite time of the day that we get to chat with you on True Hauntings and Scary Stories podcast. Hi, Kat. Hi, Sandy. How are you? Oh, I'm glad that it's Friday. Whoop, whoop. Get to hang out with my spooky peeps. Yeah, darn tootin'. I love peeps. Peeps are nummy. <laughs> Any time of the year. Just saying. I hate those. Ugh. Like, so... Do you like candy corn? I love candy corn. Okay. We can still be friends. Okay. <laughs> because not many people do. So I thought I was yeah. one of the very few that do like it. But I can't eat it because it's not vegan. <laughs> <laughs> but you also, you hate cilantro, right? I love cilantro. Okay. It's one of my other friends that hates cilantro. Yeah. I love cilantro too, so we're in the same boat. are the worst. I just can't get behind that. (laughs) Can't do it. (laughs) So we've got some things to talk about. Two big time, big, big things. And the most important big time thing, we have a new patron. What? what? We have a new patron. Her name is Jessica. Hi, Jessica. She's the bomb diggity. Do you like peeps? (laughs) Jessica, right? tell me tell me if you like peeps and candy corn. Doesn't have to be together. Yeah. Ew. God. <laughs> My body just went, no. Shove the candy corns in the little little chick. I don't know if it was candy corn flavored peeps. Maybe I could get into that. Oh, um, I don't know if I could do that one. That's that's weird. I don't know. Hi, Jessica. Thank you Hi, for Jessica. joining the Patreon family. And she joined just in time, too, because I'm just about to send out the third quarter freebie. And she joined Ooh. the level that gets that third quarter freebie. The last one was so cool. Wasn't it? Just, just saying. I, I was really like, liked oh my it. gosh. <laughs> I really liked it. It was like a spell kit, sort of. Yes. It was really cool. It was really cool. So this one's cool, too. <laughs> I wouldn't send it to you if I didn't think it was cool. So... So yeah, she's going to get that. She also joined the level, I think she joined the devotee level, so she's going to get the short story with the doll. Okay. Do, 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 do. <laughs> creepy, creepy. Mm-hmm. So hi to Jessica. That means that she also gets to vote on epi- on the bonus episode she too, does. right? And there's yes. one in there to, to vote on. Yeah, she gets no, to... No, the, the September bonus options. Yeah. You made well, a this is one. a September episode. <laughs> oh, God, we are in September already, aren't we? Yeah. It snuck up. It snuck <gasps> up. So listen, guys, we are in spooky season. So we yes. have a very cool exclusive thing just for patrons. And it's just for our current patrons and any patrons that join before the end of September. So you have to join before October 1st 
in order to get this exclusive thing. And what it is, is an exclusive bonus episode. It is Kat and I going through one by each by each, each by each. I don't know what that means. One by going each. Going through one by one. <laughs> <laughs> we are going through each of my EVPs, all the ones I've ever caught. I think it was like 15 of them, right? There was I can't a, remember now. Was there a was lot. a hot number on that. Yeah. yeah. So we go through and play each one several times and talk about it. I tell the situation I was in when I recorded it and all that. And the only way that you can hear these is to join the patron um, family. And the lowest um, monthly membership is only $2.50 a month. And that's the one where you get all the bonus episodes. So if you join Patreon any level by the end of September, you get this exclusive one. I'm going to send it to you myself, a link to it. And only you and your fellow patrons will be able to hear it. So if you yes. join after after September, I'm sorry, you will not get it. I will just say, guys, Cindy did not give me any preface of what she thought the noises were or what she thought she heard or anything like that. She just gave me the background of where she was and we listened to it. And I'll be honest, from having a, a boyfriend in high school that we like to play music really loud and didn't need ear protection, I may not have heard some. <laughs> <laughs> but other ones were very clear and very eeky and then shook me. I got shook, Cindy. Yeah. I would I say about it. half of them. Half of them were clear to hear and pretty cool. Some of them are in your face. <laughs> and then the other half were like, yeah, I hear something. And I, it may be this or that. But you, you have to hear the episode and decide yes. for yourself. Yes. So join Patreon before the end of September so you can get that extra, extra bonus episode. And you've been cranking out stories left and right, woman. You got the the spooky juices flowing through you? I'm working on it. I'm working on it, man. I'm really focusing on the writing a lot lately. So I'm I'm hoping to keep keep pumping them out. Well, this October, just like every other October, well, the last October that I had the show, (laughs) last time I did a three-part story where it was three episodes and they all released on the same day, the weekend of, of Halloween. Mm-hmm. And each one was its own independent story, but they all intertwined. It was the same storyline. It was just continuing that part one, two, and three. So I'm doing that again this year. Really? Yes. The yes. Friday before October, you're going to get three episodes from me. And they'll all be connected, but they'll each be their own individual story also. So, And I love this storyline. I'm very excited. But what if... I'm really busy or I don't want to listen to the your sound the sound of your voice that day. If you don't want to hear <laughs> you can go to the blog. <laughs> like your I do sister. have a blog and yeah, one, one of my sisters probably Brick too if you asked her. I haven't asked her, but I bet she doesn't either. Anyway, <laughs> Tina does not like to hear me read stories. So she always goes to my blog, which is truehauntings.com. And if you do go to it, please consider subscribing because I'm going to be doing newsletters every now and then. Not super often. I'm not going to bombard your email. But um, I do things 
every so often, if I um, plan an event for you guys, I'll send out a newsletter about that, maybe stuff like that. So join the blog. Every time I post something, you'll get a notification that I've posted something new. So, all right. So today we're going to talk about probably the most famous haunted house in the United States. And I say that because it's not necessarily the most haunted, maybe, or maybe it is, but it's a famous house. You said we were doing something different. Why are we going to suddenly talk about Amityville? I didn't take uh, notes on that. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so that's, that's the most famous haunting. I'll give you that. But this is the White House. The White House is probably the most famous house in the United States. And it's 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Mm -hmm. I think since you um, chose to cover the most famous haunting story of the White House, that you should go first. Well, that's because I did my research first. So I got to pick first. You got first Procrastinator. Every day. You guys have no idea. The struggle is so real. (laughs) That's okay. I'll forgive you. But next time, just be aware. If you research first, you get to pick Mm -hmm. the most exciting haunting. (laughs) Which I am excited about this one because this one happens to be my favorite president. And I I think it's a lot of he's a lot of people's favorite president. But, you know. I could be biased too. <laughs> and it is the man with the very fashionable hat and beard, mm-hmm. Mr. Lincoln. Nice. So, as you guys remember, Lincoln was our 16th president. He died in April 1865. So, that was a hot minute ago. What you may not have known was that his wife, Mary Todd Lincoln, was very into spiritualism. And she actually held many, many seances in the White House after their son, Willie, died. Okay. So she wanted to talk to him and tell him that she loved him and that kind of stuff. And she would always try and get dear old Abe to join in on this. Honey, we need, we got to talk to Willie. Come, come talk to Willie. And he was like, "Mm, hard pass. But he loved his wife a lot, and so a couple times he actually did join in on these seances, and both times he saw his own death, which I thought was pretty crazy, which mm. is probably why he didn't join in after that. <laughs> yeah. Like, right? you know what? This is uh, not for me. <laughs> Hard pass on that one. He was killed in the theater, and... All the you guys know history. It, hopefully you do, unless you're mm-hmm. like me and you're like I know a few facts. <laughs> so he is the most frequently seen ghost in the White House. Numerous generations of presidents and their families have seen Abraham Lincoln's ghost all over the White House. It's not just in the Lincoln Room or the Oval Office or anything like that. Um, but Grace Coolidge wife of Calvin Coolidge, whose presidency was from 1923 to 1925, she was the first to report seeing Lincoln. She saw his ghost looking out the window of the Oval Office towards the former Civil War battlefields. So he was just standing there, chilling, Hmm. looking over the battlefields. Another sighting was by Lady Bird Johnson, which I love that name. I want to be known as Lady Bird. Right. (laughs) And that is the wife of Lyndon Johnson, Lyndon B. Johnson. 
and his presidency was from 1963 to 1969. Uh, she felt his uh, Abraham Lincoln's presence while watching a program about his death. So obviously he wanted to know what 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 people were saying about him. New TV. Yeah. New TV shows. Pretty interesting. I always wondered on that story, though, like, how can you... I understand feeling someone's presence, but how can you tell if it's that person's presence? Yeah. Yeah. I, I am a very sensitive person, and I wouldn't know who it was unless I saw them. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm sure I would feel an energy or whatever, or a change in the room, change in the atmosphere, that kind of thing. But I surely wouldn't know who it was. Yeah. Maybe maybe there was a smell that went along with it. You know, you always hear people smelling the cigars, smell of their grandfathers or, you know, the perfume of their grandmother, stuff like that. So maybe it was, you know, just something that said Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. I don't know. The most frequent sightings, like, like, Abraham Lincoln was just seen all the time was during FDR's presidency which was 1933 to 1945 Uh, he which if you guys remember again not a huge history buff but some of y'all might be there was a lot of turmoil during FDR's presidency Mm -hmm. there was a lot of turmoil in the country during Lincoln's presidency as well and so that is said to be when you are most likely to see Lincoln's ghost around the White House is when there is a lot of turmoil and unrest in the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it acti- something about it activates his spirit and makes his, his presence stronger. Um, he can, Lincoln can be heard pacing in his study, um, seen in times of crisis, all kinds of stuff. Mm. <laughs> Begs the question, why is he not spotted like yearly? <laughs> you know? Right? <laughs> we know. always seem to be in some kind of turmoil all the time. Uh, yeah, for sure. So it's one thing or another. But I, I think it's more so extreme stuff. Yeah. You know, like when we, when something extreme happens and we have to go to war or you know, back in the Great Depression and stuff like, you know, that was a pretty hard hit for the entire country. Um, My favorite haunted story of Lincoln, though, was from Winston Churchill. Yes, (laughs) girl. If you guys have heard any, (laughs) if you guys have heard any stories of Winston Churchill, you know, this guy was quite the character and he always had a cigar in his hand or in his mouth at any given time of day or night. Um, and he was just known for saying some really off the wall stuff, but he was Winston <laughs> Churchill, so he could get away with it. So Mr. Churchill was visiting the White House and it was uh, late in the evening and he had just come out of a very luxurious hot bath wearing nothing but his cigar. <laughs> <laughs> And he goes and he sits down in one of the chairs in his bedroom and he sees President Lincoln's ghost. And Churchill just looks at him and says, Good evening, Mr. President. You seem to have caught me at a disadvantage. (laughs) That was my best Churchill What I love more than the quote (laughs) is you quoting it. But I can just imagine 
portly, I mean, mm-hmm. very portly, Mr. Churchill, just with his cigar hanging out of the yeah. side of his mouth. Good evening, Mr. President. <laughs> like, not scared of a ghost or running around or anything. Just, like, just walking around in the buff. Woo! You've caught me at a disadvantage, sir. <laughs> Fancy to see you here. <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, oh goodness. But yeah, if you guys got, I mean, I I couldn't include everything about the Lincoln sightings at the White House because that would just make this like a three-part podcast Mm -hmm. episode. But if you guys want to know more about, I mean, all you got to do is Google Lincoln's ghost and there's just, there's everything out there. And I know he was, he was a big one for you too, Cindy. Did you have anything i don't know if you wanted to add anything um (laughs) i mean no i i just saw that people who tour the white house i'm not even sure if they're doing that currently because of covid and all that stuff but when they do tours of the white house there are people who go past the lincoln bedroom and they say that there's an indention in the bed as if someone is laying in the bed so that's something i heard i don't know or really old furniture. <laughs> Don't ruin it, cat. It's a ghost. It's definitely a ghost. Skeptics. <laughs> so put that on your skeptical believers. You yes, too. the White House <laughs> ghosts. Are they real? <laughs> That's on my YouTube channel. Shameless plug. Hashtag shameless plug. <laughs> right. Okay. Hi, Heather. So, yeah. <laughs> Um, so I have a few that are just really short ones because what I found when I researched the White House is that they do have a lot of ghost sightings, but they're all kind of quick, short, I saw a shadow, I heard this or that talking or whatever. So, um, Andrew Jackson is one who's reported being seen in there or heard. Uh, People report hearing him swearing mostly. (laughs) In fact, Mary Todd Lincoln reported hearing him swearing. I guess um, he was mad because the first time he ran for president, he didn't make it. He lost. And he won after that. So he was known to be very resentful of that. And and so he, he had a hot temper or whatever. So he was known to stomp around and swear and stuff. So that's what you hear from Andrew Jackson is... <laughs> I hear that from my husband, too. Just a whole lot of cursing walking around. I mean, I may have a potty mouth. I'm just, you know, keeping it real. (laughs) We keep it clean for you guys, though. Every once in a while. uh, You know. Every once in a while, it'll slip out. But sometimes you just got to add that extra curse word. It really drives home the point. Fuck yeah. So, um... (laughs) I made you snort. Oh my gosh. I'm leaving that in the show. <laughs> oh my goodness. Husband's going to make you so much shit. You snorted on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Well, this is one of our extra giggly ones. Yeah. We're slap happy. Um, so Thomas Jefferson, I guess he played the violin. So he's often reported, you know, playing the violin. Um, In fact, Mary Todd Lincoln, (laughs) 
she also reported him hearing him playing the violin. This woman. So she was. Are you into sure you're it. not related to her in some way? I know, right? She has a lot that of would sightings. That would be pretty cool. Oh, can you imagine just like. Like, if you were the first lady, right? Just let's say, for instance, and you're wandering around, maybe you're, you're going down to the kitchen to get a tea or something like that, settling in for the night. Just, you know, most of the staff has gone home. And you just hear this ethereal violin playing from nowhere. Mm-hmm. I might piss my pants. I did have an experience as a teenager where I heard a woman singing. And it was oh, very soft, <laughs> very soft singing. And I couldn't make out the words, but I just heard kind of the melody in my own bedroom at my own home. Mm. And uh, I went flying out of my bedroom. <laughs> I went and got Tina and I made her sneak back over there because I wanted a witness. And she and I like stood you in my suffer doorway. with me, Tina. <laughs> yes, I did that to her all the time. All the time. Yeah. <laughs> and you wonder why she doesn't want to listen to you anymore. Right? <laughs> she, yeah, that's justified. So, <laughs> but yeah, that did happen. I have thought about doing an overnight at our neighbor's house. They're um, out of town right now doing uh, construction jobs, but their house is haunted AF. There's like eight ghosts in there of nice. all different eras and one of them was an opera singer and so our neighbor he said that one time he was in the shower and he could just hear this opera music and singing oh my gosh but was she a good opera singer <laughs> yes okay yes she was um and there's kid ghosts running around in there uh there's also traveler ghosts so like they come and go nice which is really weird so i've thought about trying to get some equipment and seeing if they'll they'll let me do an overnight i have wow. to take my husband though because i i would chicken out like three hours <laughs> in nice you guys can switch houses thing just stay mm-hmm. in yours and you can stay in theirs and let let yep. them ghost hunt yours then you guys can have they actually evidence. one of the times that they came over to see our house because we we share the old construction and every the century homes and stuff like that um her husband, who is extremely sensitive, uh, sees and hears everything. Uh, he walked in and was like, "See, so you have a ghost, huh?" And like we hadn't told him anything, and he knew just like right away. And he could see her, and shit popped off when he was here because I think she could see him too. Mm. And so it was like a confliction of, yeah. It was intense that wow. night. <laughs> nice. I like mm-hmm. it. I'm probably one of the few people who would be like excited if somebody came over and went, so you have a ghost. I'd be like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yep. Yep. But it then was I'm really the one crazy. that would do that. So it wouldn't yeah, be a surprise we, to me. I'd be like, yeah. We went upstairs to show him the upstairs and everything. And that's more where she normally hangs out. And there was this really weird gust of wind but it was a consistent gust but it was like a swirling wind like it you could feel it going in a circle around the room and I thought it was like a really weird draft from downstairs someone left the back door open or something like but the back door was closed and my husband was like that was her 
being pissed off that he was here. Our neighbor was here. Wow. Was like, Shit, are you serious? It's like, yeah. Hmm. I was, oh my goodness. Wow. Don't piss off your ghost. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> She's already killed our downstairs air conditioner. So. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, the next person that I saw that haunts the White House is actually David Burns. And I don't know why, but I keep picturing Mr. Burns from The Simpsons. (laughs) I doubt that's what he looked like or anything. But I picture that because apparently he owned the majority of downtown D.C. Like, when they were first putting the White House in and stuff. And he owned it all and he sold them the land that they built the White House on. Okay. So he must have been like this very wealthy. He was a shrewd businessman. Right? He was a Mr. Burns. Maybe that's who they based Mr. Burns off of was. Maybe. I don't know. That would be cool. So um, I guess they report hearing him speaking in the Oval Office. And that's like the big claim for him is that they hear him talking. Now, how they know it's him. I, I don't know. Maybe based on the things he says? I, I don't know. But yeah, he was a veteran of the Revolutionary War. That one. So cool. that's him. And then I'll let you do I want to know what he says, though. Yeah. I, I didn't. Nobody said anything like that. They just said they reported hearing him speaking in the Oval Office. Very vague. He was criticizing. I imagine <laughs> it was a criticizer. Right. Good old Mr. Burns. Abigail Adams, and she was the wife of John Adams, whose presidency was 1797 to 1801, so very, very early in the White House. They moved into the White House, and she would, Miss Abigail, would do the wash in the East Room. Um, Obviously, this was long before washing machines, but the East Room was the warmest room. It got the most sunlight during the day, so that's where she would do the laundry and hang it up to dry. And now many of the staff and visitors, like you were talking, a lot of visitors at the White House, see a a ghostly-like woman in a cap and lace shawl with her arms kind of outstretched in a circular motion as if carrying something um they will see that and then whenever they see that apparition they also smell soap and lavender Mm. i bet that smells good Mm -hmm. (laughs) that one reminds me more of a residual oh yeah yeah so um i saw that there's a ghost named annie surratt surratt I hope I'm saying that right. Annie Surratt. And she is said to knock on the front doors of the White House, which I'm sure gives the security guys a fright (laughs) because nobody's supposed to be there. (laughs) So she knocks on the front doors of the White House. And then when they answer it, supposedly she begs for the release of her mother, Mary Surratt, who was convicted of playing a role in Lincoln's assassination and later hanged. So she was I did not know that for being involved in Lincoln's assassination and her daughter goes to the front door still and knocks on the little doors and asks for his her mama to be released. Yeah, those poor security guys. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's I would good. definitely need to be on rotation. Like, <laughs> put me, put me, sure, put me on the front doors, and then next month I gotta go somewhere else. Like, give me a break. And you know, it's not like happens. they can ignore it. It's not like they can right. go, oh, that's it, because it's the White House. You can't ignore, you know, you have to. This is just Mary. Yeah. So that's a quick one. There's another quick one, Dolly Madison. She was first lady to President James Madison, and um, she was reported being seen by the Woodrow Wilson administration. Um, they saw her ghost around the Rose Garden. What happened was they were planning on moving the Rose Garden to a different location in the White House area, and they started seeing her ghost in the Rose Garden so much so that they actually ended up leaving the garden where it was, specifically because they saw her so much. They didn't want to anger her, so they just left the garden there. Yeah. So she made an impact. <laughs> and then um, the last one that I will tell is, is Harry S. Truman, but here's what you need to know. He's not spotted there. He has reported seeing a bunch of stuff, so much so that he wrote a letter home to his wife and daughter, and that letter is still preserved and kept in his little section, you know, of the of his museum or whatever. Let me read it. Uh, his presidential library and museum. That letter is still there, and it's talking about the ghost that he's seeing. And in the letter... <laughs> Well, first of all, he says, in the middle of the night, he woke to knocking on his bedroom door. He searched and couldn't find anyone there. Then he heard footsteps after he went back to bed. He quickly got up and searched again and still found no one. So what he reported mostly was footsteps and knocking while he was trying to sleep. And in the letter he wrote to his wife and daughter, he put, the damned place is haunted, sure as shooting. <laughs> and then another quote, he said, you and Margie had better come back and protect me before some of these ghosts carry me off. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Poor Truman. Right? <laughs> there was a fair amount of turmoil during Truman's presidency, too, wasn't there? I do believe there was. So, more Lincoln. So that's what we've got for you from the White House Spooks. I know a lot of kids go on field trips to the White House and the Capitol and stuff like that. Maybe you went for a family vacation. If you have been to the White House and you have heard or seen things that cannot be explained, please let us know, guys. Give us some some extra info. I love, I love firsthand stories. Yes, but you have to go to our Facebook group. You have to join our Facebook group in order to communicate with us because, you know, podcasts, they don't have a comment section so join our facebook group it's in the show notes and i did go to washington dc my senior year of high school that was our senior trip okay. and i would have toured the white house but it was closed that day for touring they they were not doing it that day so i saw the lincoln memorial and all that kind of stuff but i did not get to walk through the white house that's probably the best for you <laughs> right Probably for the best. You would have scared all of your classmates. <laughs> yeah. All the ghosts would have come out and been like, hey, Cindy, what's up? Yeah. I'd have been nice like, who's the you. Lincoln reenactor over there? And they'll be like, what reenactor? Right. 
totally would. Now, on the flip side, if you guys don't have White House stories, but you do have your own ghost stories or encounters, spooky stuff that happened to you or a family member or anything, we do episodes every so often when we get submissions of personal ghost stories. And where can they send those, Cindy? They can send those to Cynthia at TrueHauntings.com. Send it there. C-Y. C-Y-N-T-H-I-A. <laughs> Sassy. Yes. At TrueHauntings.com. And we would love to read your your uh, experiences. They are fun. They get, mm-hmm. Those ones, oh, those ones are my favorite. I love yes. doing listener episodes. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, so until next time, what will we do, Kat? We're going to stay spooky! (laughs) And we're going to spook you later.